All right. Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey. You All already right. know how it's going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you already um, know what this episode is. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? We already know. You already know what it is. Um <laughs> I don't know where to start. I don't know so where to start. All, like wellness check. How are you doing uh, with this news? Not too hot. I mean, okay. with the news in particular or in general, both is the same. Well, not too either, hot. Either way or both. <laughs> I mean, whatever. either way. Either way, not too hot. I don't know what's going on this weekend, but I've been having like several like existential crises and like crises, whatever, and like, uh, I don't know, breakdowns. Some are BTS induced, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just a mess. Um, with this news in general, I. I was messed up when the the news came out the first day. Um, one hundred percent. I was messed up. Um, and now I'm trying to be hopeful, but I think because I don't know what to expect, um, I don't really know how to feel and how to process things. Yeah, I feel that. <sighs> Yeah. I think I'm like genuinely going through like the stages of grief. <laughs> Not in like any sequential order, but just oscillating between feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling in denial, right? I guess those are the primary three I'm experiencing now. But Tuesday was rough. I definitely cried. Wednesday was also rough. I cried today before I even rewatched the dinner party and then I was like tearing up. I'm just like, I don't know. It, and it's like a bittersweet feeling, right? And many things can be true at once. Like I want them to take a break and rest up and like do whatever they feel they need to do as people. And they've given us a lot. So even if this, I really hope not, and it doesn't seem to be the case based off of what they said, but even if this is the end, like, it's been, like, a super good run, and they deserve to live their lives however they want, but at the same time, I'm just, like, yeah, I'm just, like, I don't know, in shock almost? I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that Monday or Tuesday the news came out? I thought it was Tuesday, so I thought we recorded Monday, but I could be wrong. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> I think that's also why it was like such an emo emotional roller coaster because we did that episode with BTS Happy Hour on the 13th, and it was like, yeah, happy festa, and I just felt <laughs> like the episode went really well, and we like, you know, kind of ended on a bright note. Um, so. To get that news at like 11 a.m. Um, and I couldn't really watch it. So it was just like clips or hearsay. Um, so that made the work day awful. Um, <laughs> and watching it was hard. Like you said, I was like dry heaving, like crying like really hard um then i had a moment where i was just like 
I was crying, but I was laughing. And I, <laughs> that sounds like absolutely insane, but I was like crying and laughing. Like, why am I feeling? Why am I? Why am I feeling this way? Um, and it was a mix of emotions. Like, I know things aren't over. They are doing solo promotions. Um, and I think we should like go in depth of what actually occurred in the video for those who may have not seen it or I don't know, only saw clips, but they're doing solo promotions. And I think we all kind of knew that at some point things with BTS were going to have to stop for a while due to them having to enlist in the military. I know people don't like talking about it, but it is a reality and a fact. Um, unless they were going to be exempt from it. But even if they were going to be exempt from it, there was still a large chance that they were going to enlist anyway. So I don't know why it was like so shocking. Um, and like they said, they're not disbanding. Um, it's just a hiatus. But I think it's the uncertainty of it all. and how hard it was to hear them say some of the things that they said for me that just made it like really really tough yeah i honestly want to jump into that hiatus comment you like set it up perfectly um and i do want to like put some disclaimers i guess that everyone's processing this differently i know emotions are still raw so you know, if you don't want to listen to this part, like, feel free to skip it or whatever. Um, Actually, just don't listen to the rest of this Yeah, episode. don't listen. <laughs> yeah, sign out here. We will understand. Yeah. But the hiatus thing, the H word. Um, I've taken some Korean lessons, but I'm not a fluent Korean speaker. So I have to rely on English subtitles for many different things, right? So my perspective of the video will hinge on that. Um, so on Tuesday, the English subtitles, when Yoongi was speaking, said, we're going on hiatus. And I don't know if it's the history of other boy bands going on hiatus or other groups in general going on hiatus, but that word has certain connotations in English, right? Especially when it's like indefinite or unclear. Um, so I think on its own, that was dramatic, but I think the announcement, I mean, there was no good way to do it. We're going to feel shocked no matter what, but I do think that it was completely mishandled by Hybe. Um, not the video itself, but all of these announcements the next day were part of what made Wednesday hard for me. It was like them being like, it's not a hiatus. They're doing solo promotions. They're not talking about disbandment. And at least in like the the English language Twitter that I was seeing, like people understood it was not a full disbandment. Like Yoongi said that in the video, but they used the word hiatus in their own official subtitles. So for them to try to like walk it back and then there were internal hive emails circulating and it just added this whole other element of uncertainty or um chaos to like an already emotional day when feelings were running high so 
I kind of didn't appreciate this, like walking it back. Um, and the cynical part of me was like looking at their stock price and stuff and thinking that Hybe's trying to backpedal. And I, I know that's kind of like a contentious opinion. Um, and I've also seen people praising Hybe for letting BTS like take a hiatus at their height. So we can get into that as well. But I, I guess to sum it up, the short version of this is like Wednesday was also extremely emotionally tough because there was this kind of like ever changing commentary about what this time of solo work or this temporary break actually was. Yeah, um, it was definitely weird. And um, I kind of agree with you. I feel like they were trying to save their. <laughs> Um, we know that BTS is Hybe's number one moneymaker. Um, and I think they wanted to remind us that they're, <laughs> they're still going to be BTS content being released. Um, so that's why they were trying to say it's not a hiatus, but it is like, it is, uh, whether you want to say like off period or whatever, like that's, those are synonyms. It's hiatus. Um, the group will not have activities for a while. And Namjoon said that himself. It's going to be a while before we can get together in front of the cameras like this again. I don't know what a while means. Um, a while could be two months. A while could be a year. A while could be five years. I don't know how long that is. I know they made mention of them doing things like run BTS one-off episodes and stuff like that. So I think we'll see group content. But I don't know how long it'll be before we get a BTS album again. And that is a group hiatus. Um, Whether they're doing like solo activities or not, that's a group hiatus. (laughs) Like however you want to flip it. Like that's just what it is. (laughs) 100%. And we were like, if I can, well, not expose us a little, but we were texting back and forth about that like on Wednesday. And I was probably really fired up about it and like saying really intense things but you can call it whatever you want to call it but in function it is the same thing right like we can decide we're not going to use the word hiatus but that is what's happening for like ot7 as a whole yeah and like you said it does suck that there's been this precedent set by groups where they're like yeah we're going on a hiatus and um I don't know why they won't just say like we're breaking up like we're they want to leave it like open ended like oh we'll get back together but like if you get back together like 20 years from now like just say you're like revamping the group like just say you're you're breaking up because you're leaving these fans on a thread which this is like totally separate from BTS but like you're leaving these fans hanging on a thread hoping that you're going to come back to be together and you're not so you set up (laughs) people like BTS who more than likely will actually come back together as we've seen with plenty of other K-pop groups before them um in the future like they actually will come back together but you got people thinking that like it's literally the end of the world and that BTS are breaking up for real so that is very annoying 100% 100% agree and I feel bad too because like Namjoon's letter pointed out I mean obviously ARMY are gonna be feeling some kind of way about a group break or whatever you want to call it but the way it was just like run away with um and he's like issuing a letter about not wanting to be vulnerable and we can get to that more later but that part of it just breaks my heart um 
because even when they were talking in the dinner, like you can feel our sincerity, blah, blah, blah. BTS has always been really honest with us, even if it's not full honesty, right? So it's just, I almost think if Hybe would have let it be, and this is like, there's no way to know because this isn't what happened, but if Hybe had just like let it be, it might have simmered down more because I probably saw more things on Wednesday being like, Hybe, you know, redacts own subtitles and like stuff like that. And I was like, oh God, here we go. Well, that's why I was I was like really confused on the time when people were like, oh, we were crying for nothing. And I'm like, no, you weren't like, <laughs> I mean, feel how you want to feel. <laughs> I mean, I just think people like, are in denial, honestly, yeah, like, unfortunately. Feel how you want to feel. They're like, oh, quickest hiatus in like five hours or whatever. I'm like, no, like they're on a hiatus. I don't, I don't understand like what we're missing here. Is it me? No, that whole experience, as you and I were saying, was very gaslighty. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to tell anyone else how to feel because, again, I know emotions are still running high. People are still sensitive. But, like, I don't think the video itself was bad. But I think all the, like, drama after the video, you know. And, again, you can call it whatever you want to call it or adapt the subtitles. But the way that... Bangtan was acting in the video with like almost everyone crying like and them sharing these deep thoughts like the message that they need time apart remains the exact same I just wonder what would have been a better way to roll this information out because it just feels really strange um I don't know if we said it on the podcast or we were talking amongst ourselves but you know I kept saying like why are you having a anthology album on your ninth year and Namjoon even said it himself like his friends were asking him or whoever was asking like why would you have an anthology anthology album on your ninth year what are you gonna do on your 10th um I had those exact same thoughts when they released that news um and it was because of this right so it's like you know in advance that you're going to be leaving um you release a song called like yet to come and like I don't know like it just, it was a setup and we should have seen it coming, considering. And I feel like we were in denial watching the yet to come music video, like, and we kind of were alluding to it on the last you episode. You 100% called it. 100%. We were like, what's the strange fade out? What is this? What exactly. Are <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh uh-uh, uh, don't shut the music video down like that. Like, <laughs> we were just like, uh uh-uh, uh, what is this? Um, but also, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, we were in denial. Like, yeah, like, they're saying the best is yet to come. But I don't think we fully grasped that that meant, like, this is going to be a break. So I was just wondering, like, what would have been a better rollout? Would it have been better for them to have, say, like, all right, BTS preparing for their um, ninth anniversary. They're going to release an anthology album. And then after that, they're going to take an indefinite hiatus. Should they have said it before yet yet to come was released? Or... Was it better to say it now? Like, was it better to say it on, like, Festa? Like, literally, when we're trying to celebrate BTS, they're like, uh, so we're leaving. <laughs> like, That's what, what I was going to say. No, 100%. I was like, I don't know if there is a better time, because Namjoon even partially addressed that, like, on his, in the video. He was like, what, I just say it on Instagram and then go, like, I mean, I prefer to hear it from them, I guess, than, like, a this is big hit music announcement on Weverse, right? Like, 
But the timing of the video, like right after comeback, right after like, you know, the celebratory content, like you said in our last episode, we were flying so high. Are they trying to like rip the band-aid off really quick? In which case, don't keep poking at the wound with like more announcements <laughs> about what it is or isn't because I'm openly bleeding over here. Like, I don't know. <sighs> and actually, I just want to say for the record, I distinctly recall us panicking during Black Swan. We were like, Swan song? What? <laughs> what is this? What's this? What is this like loss of passion? What is uh all of this? And Namjoon was like, ever since on era, like, you know, and then like part of dynamite, like I've been questioning the direction of the group, like we are supposed to do this tour and go. So let's start there. Um, let's run this down for people who haven't watched it. If you've watched it in clips, I'm advising you to not just watch clips, like you seriously should go and watch the video. I feel like that's why Namjoon had to go on weverse and write this letter um because i feel like people only watch parts of it and we're just like running their mouths and they just got oh bts are going on hiatus and just wrote an article about it and that's messy um but anyway um so like you said they said that chapter one of bts should have ended after on they were going to do a world tour for one year going to places they'd never been and then they're going to go on break. So that means that, what, 2021 they should have been on break? Because 20, was it 2020? Yes, 2020 was when the tour was going to start. Mm-hmm. So sometime in 2021, they would have said, hasta la vista. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, that was hard to hear. Like you said, we were theorizing stuff during black swan like what is this this is really dramatic what are you doing but then they didn't go away so we just didn't think much about it um so the thought that we were going to have the freaking time of our lives let's just say the pandemic never happened we were going to be like sound check like three rows from the stage like just living it up (laughs) and then they were going to be like bye (laughs) Right after that. I don't know. That's so hard to hear. (laughs) That's so hard to hear. There's so many things I was thinking about in that vein after hearing the announcement. Like, I'm already bitter about, like, Map of the Soul Tour. I will never not be bitter about Map of the Soul Tour. But extremely bitter about Map of the Soul Tour now, like, I'm so happy we went to LA. It honestly seemed absurd at the time. Like, there was a part of me like, oh, are we going for real? And like, thank God we did, right? And I was going to go to Vegas and then couldn't because of medical stuff. And like, that makes me really sad in retrospect, but you can't change how things played out. Like, we can't change the pandemic. So. I guess I'll have to aspire for sound check and whatever when they get back. But I mean, and, and I don't want to be crying here because I realized like I got to go to a show. There's people that couldn't for whatever reason. And like, imagine they were coming to like your area and like this tour got canceled. Like, just makes me want to scream into my fist. So that was definitely part of my anger. <laughs> but now I'm like, also really wishing I went to Vegas because you were definitely bringing up how 
Like, like why were they bowing so hard <laughs> on the last day Dude, of the video? I said that. And I was not thinking much of it. I was like, you know, it's the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was the end for real. Like, okay. they really were not <laughs> going to come back to the U.S. I was still holding on that we were going to get, like, more permission to dance shows. I was just like, why would they only do them on the West Coast? I just, I was just way too hopeful. I don't know. Way too optimistic. Um, but yeah, the way they were bowing, like, that was going to be the last U.S. show. That was going to be their last like not even just their last u.s show but like concert i know they did shows in korea for like mnet and stuff and like some fans were able to attend but isn't permission to dance like their last huge show yeah in vegas it sounds like i'm wondering at what point they actually decided and this is maybe waiting more into the videos, but like, when did they actually know? Because Jungkook was like, it's not the last. It will never be the last. Was he like trying to be reassuring, knowing that the break was coming up at that point um, and letting us know that we'd be back, like that they would be back? Did he not know? Um, like, when was this decision made? Because there were numerous, numerous times I think Jimin said it like two or three times. Namjoon said it like once or twice. I think Yoongi maybe said it once. I mean, definitely go and watch the video for yourself. But like, they were like, there's so much we can't tell you here. Like, we hope you understand. But like, yeah, I hate I'm always like a low key conspiracy army or something. I don't know if there's a label for what I am. But like, I think they were being honest. And I think the video was well done. But and I, I think there's a lot more that they're not like saying or telling us the way they said that multiple times. So when did they know is my core point. Yeah. They said that their plans changed like multiple times a year. Right. Um, but they seem pretty sure of that. And they had to be sure of that because that was when they were recording yet to come like the music video and the live. Right? That That's was true. when they were in Vegas. So they knew then. That's a good point. So was it prior to their break that they took before the Grammys? Um, like when when did they when did they come to that decision? And that's what makes Dynamite through permission to dance so interesting. <laughs> that they were I mean they had zero plans for that <laughs> like zero I know they said it was because of like the pandemic but like no it wasn't just because of the pandemic like they were planning to not be together well even then in that case um life goes on right we would not have gotten any of B if it wasn't for the pandemic like that was their pandemic album but it's interesting because I remember you and I talking in depth, probably both on and off the track about like, where do dynamite butter and permission to dance, like fit in with the rest of their, their work, their body of work. And here's Namjoon at this dinner party being like, there was no plan. It was always like after the next thing, after the next thing, after the next thing. So it sounds like this had been, in the works for a while 
Um, and the last conspiracy thing I'll leave you with or that I was thinking about when I was 200% spiraling this week is if you remember, I don't know how far in advance in a normal time period they planned their albums and their comebacks and stuff, but 20 end of 2018 was when they were crying a lot at the end of the year performances and saying like, it was a rough year for us. And then in 2019, they finished up their world tour and they all took like a break. Right. And that's when we got all those vlogs of them like traveling or just doing whatever. Um, and then they came back and then the pandemic hit. So like for how long have they been thinking about this? Like, if they knew things were bad in 2018 and in 2019, they took their first like extended break as a group and you come back and on is supposed to be your like final thing. How long have they been struggling with, with this decision in particular? And you can tell like in the video, their body language is very tense. Like Namjoon in particular cannot stop bouncing his leg, his shoulders like hunched over at various times. He's angling away. And I'm like, how long has this been weighing on them like this? Yeah. That is interesting when you put it like that. <clears throat> but also one thing too that you said, or all of us said in our one group chat, we were like, Yungi looks so like free lately. And he's like, yeah, I'm living up, like using my time productively. I'm really happy right now. Like just exploring my interests. And so when this came out, we were like, ah, oh, this is why Yungi is so happy. <laughs> yeah I'm definitely happy to see him happy and ultimately I want the BTS members to be happy but there is a lot there that wasn't said um that I wish they would be able to share but they made mention multiple times like you said that they can't tell us everything I don't know what that is but I am very curious about what that means. And like you said, how long they've been how long they've been planning this. So what after love yourself? <laughs> since since love yourself? Like from the start of Map of the Soul? <laughs> I don't know. They've been planning that since like what was that? 2019? Possibly. I don't know. Um, I did want to read specifically the quote that <clears throat> Namjoon said because I wrote it all down. Or actually, I wrote it down a lot. Um, he said, Namjoon specifically said, I didn't know what I would do after on, but then COVID-19 came up. So we did dynamite, butter, permission to dance, life goes on, and I realize the group has definitely changed. We have to accept that we've changed. <clears throat> For me, it was like the group BTS was within my grasp until on and dynamite, but after butter and permission to dance, I didn't know what kind of group we were anymore. Whenever I write lyrics and songs, it's really important what kind of story and message I want to give out, but it was like that was gone now. I don't know what kind of story I should tell now. I always thought that BTS was different from other groups, but the, but the problem with K-pop and the idol system 
is that it doesn't give you any time to mature. Um, he made mention that he feels like he can't physically mature anymore and there's no time for him to think and he feels trapped within himself and the members have become exhausted. And I don't know if this is Namjoon or Jimin, but I wrote this. We've lost our direction and we need time to think. Uh, hmm. There's been a lot of talk about the English singles um, and how people feel about them and what they think about BTS as a group because of them. And I almost wish that he didn't say this because I feel like it validates the hate that they've been getting since those singles were released. Um, I feel like you could look at what he says in various ways, but it almost sounds like I mean, what he said, we don't know. We don't know what direction BTS is going in anymore since on. And I don't know if that's because. I should say since Dynamite, I guess. I don't know if that's because of what the pandemic. Is it because they've reached an age where they need to experience life and they haven't had the opportunity to do so? Is it because it was like they were fatigued? So let's do these English tracks where we're not really participating as much. Is it because of the content itself? Like what, what is it? When you say like, you don't know what direction the group is going anymore. Like what, what does that mean? Yungi said something I think that was related and he's saying how he had been like, I think it was more towards the end and I did not write down exact quotes. So I'm definitely paraphrasing, but he said like, he's been mostly happy, right? Of course there have been hard times, but he's been mostly happy, but there's been the sense of like churning out tracks whenever someone needs you, like just constantly pushing out words, I think was his phrase. Um, to like meet external demands. Um, I don't know if it's from the company, if it's from ARMY in general, or from like achieving general public level fame. But there's times when they feel like or they said, they're like, I feel bad saying that I want this break. Or like Jimin was saying, like, we know we have fans as a group. But like, who are we as people or as individuals? Because I think he was saying he hadn't released like a mixtape or he has released some solo songs previously, but it was when they were talking about mixtapes. And I almost they did not say this explicitly, but. They were saying how ARMY and BTS cannot be separated. And I almost got the vibe that we've almost, and if this is contentious, we can cut this, that we've almost taken them like too high or too far. Like they never ask to be at the level of fame that they are now. And we've often talked about the negative sides of that or what could come with that, the kind of pressure that comes with that level of fame. And so saying like, 
this isn't what we set out to do or this isn't what we wanted isn't really something they can say outright, but maybe part of the reason they can step away is like the pressure that was on them from just such sheer fame. I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm like fully expressing what I'm trying to say, but like, of course they want Army's love and support, but it's like coming to a place where like the scrutiny on them is too much. Um, yeah, and I guess I kind of feel like that's what they were trying to get at in Black Swan. It's like you've, you've wanted something, or not even just Black Swan, but also Yungi's intro, or interlude, Shadow, but like... You've wanted something for so long, and now that you got it, is this actually what you wanted? Or it's not what you envisioned? Or maybe there's parts of it that you wanted, like the music and the army, but did you want to be, or the fans, like, did you want to be a cultural envoy? Did you want to go to the White House? Did you want yeah. all this other stuff that comes with massive success? Yeah. Of course, you want your music to be well-received as a musician. But once you get past that, like, it's a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I think, um, Namjoon also made mention of that, like, all the things that they've, they've been able to achieve, but, like, we're just regular guys, essentially. Like, we're not that smart. He said something along the lines of that, like, we're not that smart or whatever. Like, we're just regular people um yeah he was once again talking about dr strange in the multiverse (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah i think it's like you said like i think they like wanted to be i mean because that's what they talked about at the beginning like namjoon or yungi talking about how they want to be like the best rapper right okay, you want to be the best rapper, but what does it mean to be the best rapper? What comes along with that? Or, you know, what does it mean for you to be the best group? What comes along with that? And I don't think they ever could have been prepared for this. I mean, we always talk about it. And they were even saying how, like, even the plans that they had, like, nothing went according to plan. (laughs) There's no way they could have prepared for the level of success that they've had. And, um, sure it's been difficult and i was also feeling some kind of a way as a fan like what kind of pressure may i have possibly placed upon bts without like thinking about it to make them feel like they feel bad even saying that they want to go on this break um what i don't know like you know we get on here and we're always like tour or like new album like you know just like not purposely like trying to do things that would put pressure upon them but things that could be uh heard and accepted in a different way that may have made them feel bad so i it was making me reflect 
and think about my position as a fan and things I could have said and done that may have put them in this position. Not and maybe not just like me, but like the greater we as like army or maybe not even just army, but just like people in general listening to them, criticizing them, um, wanting more from them. I mean, even things like you find BTS when you need to, or like XYZ song changed my life. Like even positive statements like that could eventually become a weight on someone's shoulders if they feel like, like Namjoon said, like he felt, and I don't know if he was like what scale he was talking about, like internal expectations or external, but feeling like he couldn't really like step away or he just wanted like time to himself. And I mean, if you feel like people are relying on you for like, their own happiness like that's a different level of pressure that probably a lot of artists don't experience because army are so passionate like that passion is a double-edged sword like it's so good but even well-intentioned statements about like bts changing my life or i learned how to love myself through bts so now i'm just like what if i step away you're not gonna love yourself like I mean, that's kind of a oversimplified example of what I'm trying to say, but I'm sure they feel so much pressure because they are like pretty positive influences on people. Yeah. Or how many people are like, I literally didn't want to live. Like, you are my reason to live. Well, yeah, I was trying to skirt around that, but yes, exactly. I mean, that is like a common thing said. Or like, BTS saved my life. How often have you seen that? Exactly. That is a lot of pressure. And of course, it's not that you can't say those things or that those things aren't true and valid because they are. But I imagine, like you said, there is a lot of pressure on someone to feel like they have to live up to certain expectations to uh, continue to be that light in your life. Because you you sign up, as an artist, you sign up to, like, be a rapper. You sign up to be a singer. But, like, you don't necessarily sign up for all of this. I guess people could debate about whether that's true or not. Um, But I think there's plenty of artists that aren't good influences or aren't viewed as, like, role models. You know what I mean? You just enjoy the music and move on. That's true, but I I mean, like, there's a lot of debate about whether, because you are in the limelight, are you supposed to be a role model or not, right? Mm. Um, Or, you know, what what are you as an artist signing up for when you sign that contract? Like, is it more than you just being a singer, more than you just being an artist, right? They're always talking about how they just wanted to sing. They just wanted to rap. They just wanted to dance. But there's so much more that comes with that. Especially at the level that they're at. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
you were talking earlier about what Yugi was saying, and he was saying that, like, I think he said since 2013, he's not, like, for the most part, he has not enjoyed, <laughs> like, writing songs and things like that. Um, he said that he had a lot to say. Back then, he had a lot to say, but he didn't have the skills. Now he has the skills, but he doesn't know what to say. And also tying into what Namjoon was saying about how, like, the K-pop system doesn't allow you to mature, but I feel like that's being uh, in the in the limelight as a young person into adulthood probably most um artists would say the same thing like maybe not i don't want to say most but definitely in the k-pop system like what what do you write about when you've been like not allowed to like live your life if you have to turn out an album every six months um every year not that big hit does it but they tell you like you can't date or just like experience life in general you're away from your family on holidays like you don't get to see your friends as much when you do have to hang out with people, it's probably like really low key. Or if you do do it in public, people are going to swarm you. Like, you know, you just, yeah. how can you be expected to write about your life? At some point you would run out of content. So I can see why they feel like they are just squeezing out stuff. And probably a lot of things that they want to say, they can't say. See previous five comments. <laughs> <laughs> So I fully understand why they're going on this break because they haven't been allowed to experience life. <laughs> like we're struggling through adulthood right now, but imagine struggling through adulthood and you can't even like really experience it. And it's in front of the entire world for everyone to see and criticize. That has to be really hard. Namjoon was saying something about that. He's like, we're just human. We we also make mistakes. Um, and he didn't really elaborate on it. But yeah, just living endlessly every facet of your life. Just under scrutiny constantly. So yeah. I'm I'm curious. I don't I don't think this is something we'll ever know. This is my like 50 years later type of situation but like is it Namjoon that's like he, Namjoon is clearly burnt out the way he's talking about I was speaking for the group as like a, a kind of honorary spokesman and I don't feel like I can speak for all seven I used to be able to balance Bongtan and like my own stuff and now I can't do that and like his burnout is clear like I will come on the track and like say with my whole chest like Namjoon is burnt out right like role of leader just got to him but like how do the other members, like, we'll never know this. Like, was this a unanimous decision? Are some people fine continuing to go? Like, if Hobie's up first for his solo work, would he have been fine to keep going? Um, and they're presenting, like, a unified front. Like, I wonder if there were 
differences of opinion within the group or if they all just want like time away from each other because like Hobie said it's healthy um I think Jimin said like you know we'll be I, I forget who said it I have it in my notes but like we'll be separate so we can come back stronger um and have like better synergy Like, I don't know. I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth because, like, that's part of the problem, right? Like, part of the reason they need a break. But who seems more into time away versus who seems more nervous about time away or doing other things? Like, I, I just don't know if it was a unanimous decision or if, for example, Namjoon's just, like, fried. And if he is, that's valid. This is not a call out. But, like, how how did they arrive to this point? I mean, based on the conversation that I heard, it sounded like most of them were fried. Maybe one or two. I'll name names. But, like, <sighs> it sounded like most of them were pretty, like, exhausted. They made mention about that Hobie talked a lot about this and that he had a rough time. So I was like, what? Like, he had a rough time going through what? Why was he talking about it as much? Was it they were having conversations about this and he was kind of like mediating or did he also feel the same way and was like bringing it up? Um, was he the first to bring up them doing the solo stuff? I don't know. Uh, I mean, from Yungi's words, it sounded like he was burnt out as well. But now he's going crazy doing his own stuff. Like, they were, Jin and Jungkook were like, you're gonna burn out. Your schedule's insane. Yeah. But it sounds like he'd rather burn out doing something that he's happy burning out on. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's his own self-guided burnout. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Someone was like, it's difficult to live like him. Was it JK or was it Jin? I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. He's gonna run himself into the ground, and then he hopefully he'll sleep for like kept, three years. Yeah, he kept making mention of how he just wants—he didn't want the members to experience pain like he's felt, or he just wants everyone to be happy. That they should be—they should all be happy doing what it is that they want to do, um, so that they can continue being happy. Like, who knows how long they're going to be able to be BTS. Like, he made jokes about, like, are we going to be 100, like, performing fake love? <laughs> I was just about to mention that. I was like, <laughs> was the one being a little bit morbid in his ending comments. Like, we're only going to live to be 100. At the end of the day, you need to be happy. But he's like, freaking right. <laughs> I blinked thrice. Like, are you good? <laughs> but he is right. Yeah. You should... Do what you love doing. You only have so much time on Earth. You have no idea when it's going to be your last day. Um, I mean, so we're getting solo promotions, starting with Hobie. Um, that was pretty obvious because of Hobie Palooza coming up, and we were talking about how he doesn't have as much content to fit that whole one-hour slot, so mm-hmm. not surprised. I'm sure it'll come out before some people were speculating, like, mid-July. Um, So we'll see. Um, Jin said his was going to be last. 
And I was kind of curious about that. Um, like I just don't know what the timeline of how they're going to release these things. You know, Hobie puts out something mid-July. Is another member going to release something towards the end of the year? Like, this is going to be kind of stacked up. Um, I know we hate talking about enlistment, but if Jin has to go away by the end of the year, does that mean we don't get something from him for 18 months or more? Yeah, I had assumed a longer timeline with no basis for anything. Just my personal assumption. I was also intrigued by this idea that they have a schedule for solo releases. Like, it made me wonder how structured or unstructured this chapter two is going to be. I was wondering the same thing this weekend, too. Like, I'm looking at my memories of 2020. I'm like, okay. We get memories of 2021. (laughs) Do we get a memories of 2022? Um, what, like, what kind of content is going to be released with their solo stuff? Um, are we still getting bong Tom bombs? Um, are we getting the lives or I don't know? I know Hobie's doing Hobie Palooza, but like, are they gonna do like mini tours or shows or something? Um, like, what? Is this period going to be like, or is it, you know, I'm going on hiatus, so like, no, that really means hiatus. Like, I might release a mixtape, but like, otherwise, leave me alone. And I wouldn't blame them <laughs> if they, you know, <laughs> wanted to do that. Um, but I'm just really curious about what what this is going to mean. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it would be like for a solo member to do a show separate from the rest of the group. Like, it could happen. Which Yoongi was like, if I only rap for a performance, wouldn't that be boring? And I feel like every army everywhere was like, no. Like... (laughs) What what are you I on when you say that? Like, I had so many thoughts about that. <laughs> um, so maybe they are planning on solo shows. Anyway, go ahead. No, I haven't been to a rap concert. But I hear they do pretty well. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure most artists that rap just go and rap for two hours. And they do fine. So, <laughs> like... No, you don't have to do like 50 things on stage. I mean, you can, and I'm sure it'll be a great show. And like, we love and support you for whatever it is that you want to do. But like, no, like, yes, we'll watch you rap for two hours. I will watch you sit on stage and not talk for two hours. I'd pay to see it. Like, I don't think they understand like (laughs) what we'd be willing to see. (laughs) My baby army coworker came over and we watched um, Love Yourself in New York, the one that was at City Field. And outro tier. Now I'm hallucinating. Was tier an outro? It was. Yes. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) 
Like the self gaslighting is real. I don't need hype doing it for me. <laughs> anyway, outro tear came on and she was just like, yeah, uh, I would not be bored if they like he did this for two hours. <laughs> like, cause she had also watched the dinner. So I'm like, think about that. Two hours of that. I rest my case. <laughs> They've been singing about breaking up since tear. Okay, anyway, yeah, I'm not yeah. <laughs> look, I we're already at fifty-two minutes. I could be here all night. Sorry. I'm heading down my forever meme, the Pepe Silvia like cork board behind me with all the red ribbons and me just going crazy. Just pointed out. And they're not breaking up, but I just mean like there's some tension there since tear. But anyway. Um is there well go I was just gonna say, is there other sad stuff you wanna say or should we pivot to like some of the funny stuff? Cause you said you were laughing through your tears. Um, it wasn't a happy laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good, I was good. like manic. I don't even know how to explain it. It was like I felt like I was absolutely losing my mind. Absolutely losing it. Um, we've, we've been doing this podcast for what, almost three years now? Mm-hmm. It will be coming up on three years soon. Um, we met because of BTS. Um, I have met and experienced so many things in my life because of BTS for eight years. So to think about a time where <laughs> BTS won't, or I shouldn't say won't because I, I just don't know, but they may not be as prominent in my life. is scary. It's scary. Yeah. I think Jimin talked about like growing up side by side with ARMY and Namjoon made that like parallel tracks or like parallel lines quote a couple of years ago. But I was having the same thoughts like I've been into BTS through so many life changes. I've been moving every couple of years or like, you know, you're in undergrad for four years, grad school for two. I've been with BTS for six years. That's like one of the most consistent things in my life. and so. Maybe it is time to like get a better sense of like who I am or who I can be without thinking about them every single day. And maybe I still will. <laughs> who knows, right? Like since they've been on the not hiatus, um, we've had content like pretty much every day. Um, so who who knows what it's gonna be, but it is a time for us to think about ourselves as well and i think the members were hinting at that maybe jim and mostly and maybe jk it's like being an army is like genuinely part of my identity <laughs> like so many things that i do in my day-to-day -day is in involving bts So I'm like, not that I'm moving on, because it's not moving on. Like, they're still going to be around. But what, I don't, I don't know how to, like, 
I don't know how to proceed anymore. <laughs> I don't. With like this podcast or the BTS DMV group and stuff like that. I feel like I've planned a lot of things around BTS and I just don't know. I don't know what that means in like the next few years. And like, of course, I want to keep podcasting for like as long as we can. Or like, you know, the DMV group for as long as I can. But I don't, I don't know. Like everyone's like on this kick, like, yeah, I'm going to like grow. I'm going to grow while BTS are, you know, not together as a group. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I mean, just listening to you talk, I, I feel like you and Namjoon are again in sync. <laughs> we joke that he's sending you letters, but like <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going. I, I think like, I don't know. I think we all as ARMY, like the big we, need to give ourselves some grace and some space. Because in one way or another, whether you're a new baby army in the throes of, like, discovering all things Bangtan, like, peak enthusiasm, or whether you're someone who's, like, defined part of their identity with BTS from the beginning, like, this, it is a loss. We're not fully losing them, but it is a loss. And to act like it's not is not really giving yourself yourself space to like process it and sit with it because like I was trying to pretend I was like fine <laughs> starting on Wednesday and then I just like kept randomly crying like on the one hand there's the part of my brain that's like it's this group that like doesn't know you exist <laughs> right like why there's that like annoying part of my brain that's like why are you this sad but like you said, I've made so many friends. I've had so many experiences. I learned about myself like through them. So it is their choice and it is for, I think, the best, right? But can we acknowledge that like what is the best for them is also some kind of loss for us? As I said when we kicked off, like, two things can be true at the same time. I think that's the crux of, like, what's bittersweet. Like, I could not be happier for them, but, like, I am sad. Fundamentally, I am sad. Yeah. I want them to, like, move on and find themselves, but I don't know how to find myself. <laughs> yeah, how do we move on? Yeah, and find ourselves. And I was struggling with that before this news, so, like, adding that on top of that, just, <laughs> it's not... It's like not helping, but I'll never fault them for <clears throat> choosing themselves first. Um, obviously, it should have happened a while ago. <laughs> So. I mean, JK said that explicitly, like word for word. <laughs> yeah. I could 100% relate to 
they were talking about like living away from each other and like becoming closer by not like living together and kind of like how it's it's a normal experience like I had the U.S. college dorm experience, which I'm sure is very different from the K-pop dorm experience in a number of ways. But, like, I don't know. There is there is something about, like, having your own space or, like, if someone's annoying you, you can, like, retreat to, like, quiet solitude or, like, your own environment and then, like, come back to them when you're feeling, like, better to prepare. So this whole dinner party, I guess the crux of, like, what I should be saying is it reminded me how human they are. Like, they're always relatable, but they were so relatable. And I've been guilty of putting them on a pedestal probably for six years, right? But, like, they're also human. And I'm glad they're taking time to be humans, hopefully. Yeah. Or just, like... Um... Like you said, they're spending time apart because they don't live with each other anymore. And I think we all really knew that at this point, but they specifically said that their contract for their their dorm, I guess, is up. So they won't be living together anymore and they won't have they won't have any opportunities to live together anymore. I guess the dorm was still there in the event they had to stay together. I don't know how often they stayed together since they've moved out and got their own place but like now it's official um and like you said they made mention of how them being apart has made them closer they also made comments several times about how like let me i wrote it down let me read it Living with seven guys isn't easy. Um, we disagree on more things than we agreed. It's a miracle we even live together. They made so many comments about how, like, <laughs> they argue a lot. <laughs> um, and I think we, as fans, paint. I don't want to say it's not true paint a picture of bts as being like this super like loving family they get along better than like any other group and all this other stuff and they love each other so much and i'm not saying that they don't love each other because i 100 percent think that they do but clearly they have had conflict um and i'm curious about what that is i don't want to wade into it too much um I don't know. Not all families are like picture perfect, I guess. <laughs> and I found their comments uh about that very interesting. I'm glad that time apart has made them closer. If they had continued to living if they had continued living together, what would have happened? Yeah, I mean, again, it didn't play out like that, so we'll never know. But they were even in this video saying they're like family. But I was just thinking, like, who do you fight more with than your family, potentially? Like, 
you are your truest self maybe with your family or your most like unfiltered self with your family members. So I agree. Yeah. I'm hoping that <laughs> what I'm saying is as someone scorned by One Direction, I'm hoping that BTS oh, uh, no. <laughs> truly, truly, truly do get along. And that despite them having differences that they don't actually hate each other because i would be freaking devastated i can't i can't do that again <laughs> i can't do that again i don't think i don't think that bts have that problem but i cannot do that again i'm i'm hoping that this will genuinely refresh them and that like they said they will come back together stronger um i think there's definitely a difference between bts and a lot of other groups and that they were came together for one common goal and they reached that goal and i hope that they continue pursuing uh towards that goal and understanding that they're not just they are they are a part of a group um they're not all the star <laughs> of the group um or you know i'm not joining the group so that i can become a solo artist i don't think that's their motive so i'm looking forward to them coming back together um and feeling better and i guess giving us the content that they want to give us actually feeling happy about their work I genuinely don't think that's the case with BTS. Um, obviously, I'm not a neutral party, but like, if they really did not like each other, they could have just dipped after On was canceled. If they had no plan, no one was forcing them to continue. The way Hobie is constantly being everyone's hype man on Instagram, like, <laughs> I don't think he's like obligated to like put hearts immediately on everyone's posts or like whatever the case may be. Um, so I strongly believe that that fear remains unfounded, but given your past experience, I understand why that fear exists. <laughs> I mean, people put on airs and they fake and you think they're like so good. And then all of a sudden it's hell. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, of course, I genuinely think that BTS do love each other and despite differences, like they're able to overcome that. Um, I'm just saying I hope I pray to God that that does not happen because I can't. <laughs> I genuinely cannot. I mean, we were even talking about like, OK, they're saying they're going to come back together, but like, what if they don't? Like they don't have to. Like they don't owe us anything. <laughs> if they if they spend two years apart and they realize like or you know a few of them or all of them realize like yeah I'm better off doing this alone. I don't want to go through the pressures of BTS again. I would not be mad at them. Or I I couldn't be mad at them. I would probably be extremely sad, but I could not fault them for 
not wanting to go through what I'm sure was hell for years, possibly signing up to do that again, because who knows? Yeah, I felt that same gut fear, and I still feel that fear, if I'm being honest. I I think that BTS has every intention of coming back right now, right? The way they're talking, the way the video reads. But again, like once everyone's lived through enlistment and gone through that, once they've released their solo stuff, like as time goes on, does it become harder to like reunite? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. What fun stuff do you want to discuss? I mean, we can do like a kind of quick run through. Um I was laughing, of course, at JK cutting a mattress rather than like returning it. What? <laughs> to like fit it in their old bedroom. <laughs> it was at their old dorm. I had misunderstood the first time and I was like, why is he cutting a mattress in his like bougie whatever penthouse? But it was like back in one of their older dorms. That but, TikTok um, sound that's like, what the Jesus Christ? Is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? When he's like, it's easier to cut than like return. Even Bongtan was trolling him. Like, how are the sheets thereafter fitting his bed? Like, did he always have one side that was like loose and saggy? Like, there's so was, many things. Was he falling into the crack that he cut off of his bed? Like, did he try to then reattach it? Like, I don't. I would have rather he got a new bed frame before he cut the mattress. That is so unhinged. Take the door off its hinge before you un... Like, (laughs) you have options. Why was that where his brain went? Like, Like, that's never the first thing I would do. (laughs) That's not the first or the last thing I would do. How do you even cut through a mattress? I'd be like, I guess I'm sleeping in the living area. My bed goes here now. How do you cut through a mattress? The muscle strength that he must have, because I was, like, sweating just thinking about it. Like, and then they're talking about how he's the most celebrity guy. Yoongi was saying, like, JK is the most celebrity guy I know in Korea, and he has mattresses and diffusers everywhere. And I was seeing all these memes after JK's Live where he's like, we're not going on hiatus. Oh, but now to really clear the air... I don't have as many diffusers and mattresses as they say I do. Like, He's like, there's not two in every room. There's just one in every room. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. okay, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> and you know that have all got to be, like, California King or something. Like, <sighs> I'm just trying to understand him. <laughs> I'm really I have so many thoughts, but I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even know what I can and can't say. This is the guy that slept with a towel as a pillow for however long. Which, like, so this all should be expected, right? But it just sounds more absurd the more you, like, talk about it. And when you start putting it all together, like, how does this man live? Yeah, Jungkook's house, you already know what goes on. <laughs> Yoongi was talking about, um... Okay, so I will only allude to this, but... They were all talking about, like, living with each other in houses and all of that. And they were, like, trolling each other, like, Namjoon snoring, JK, like, cutting his mattress, which we just discussed. Like, I think JK also vacuuming mosquitoes, which we already knew about. Um, 
But then Jin says something to Yoongi, and they quickly reroute the conversation. They're like, leave that man his privacy anyway. And I'm like, this is either the most innocuous or the most explicit thing. There is no in-between. It's either that he sleeps in, like, a cat onesie or fill in the blank. Like, Girls With Fun is a PG-13 space, but, like, (laughs) so many questions. Um, Yeah, that was weird. But then Yugi was talking about his decor and his house, and it was the most relatable thing. I was dying. So he said, like, every time his dad comes over, he, like, looks at something and is like, are you sure? Are you really, really (laughs) sure? I thought it was funny that they were, like, saying how Namjoon was, like, an absolute slob when they lived together, but now he's, like, getting up and making his bed at the start of the day. (laughs) Like rearranging his fridge nicely (laughs) yeah the way his fridge is in a line i was like wow yeah what what do you say to your friend that like was just nasty when you lived together but when they move out all of a sudden they're like real clean i'd be like yo what the (laughs) i mean that's basically what they were doing to be honest with you i don't know my thought would be like (laughs) Did you not have emotional buy-in into our living space? Like, what? Mine would be a therapy session real quick. I'd be like, what about these two things is different that suddenly you care? (laughs) Why you put me through hell for all these years? (laughs) And now you want to be clean. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) It could be that Namjian has, like, a secret room that's just, like, his crap. Like, the average person has, like, a junk drawer, right? (laughs) Maybe (laughs) exposing myself here, but, like, when I had a studio apartment, you saw that it was crazy a few times. But, like, as long as I can have one crazy room, the rest of the house can be, like, put together. I'm definitely different, though. Like, when I live with someone versus when I don't, I'm, like... Yes, I clean up after myself when I'm by myself. But I mean, when I'm, like, living with someone else, I was, like, OD about it. I don't know why. Like, everything had to be spotless. So, like, trying to, like, wipe away depression. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> like everything had to be, like, spotless, right? Or maybe just being considerate. The, the exact next thing I was going to say is you would think it would be the other way. Like, I can live as a heathen however I want when I live alone. But, like... There's considerate the and there's genuinely enjoying the smell of bleach. Like... <laughs> Like, like I was nuts when I was in a dorm with someone, but um, like yeah, he's the opposite. <laughs> That's what's funny. He's like <laughs> with the group. He's like whatever. And then when he's by himself, he's like clean home, smell of fresh linen. <laughs> I just think it's funny. There was an interesting comment, and you and I had this conversation, but I'm going to rehash it for our listeners, where I think Namjoon tells Jin that his house is like a newlywed house, and they all start like laughing. And Jimin was like, how much of this can we air? And like, you and I were texting like, Jin married? Jin engaged? Like, Jin in long-term <laughs> relationship? 
But then he goes on to talk about how he has the ultimate bachelor house. So you know there's just like game consoles everywhere. Not that women don't also like video games, right? But you just, when someone says it's the ultimate bachelor house, like you have an image in your head of what that house is. The details may vary, but the vibe is the same. <laughs> and then Jin goes on to say that, you know, during his break time that they had, he ate like two meals that entire time. He, like, wasn't sleeping. I don't know if he said he wasn't showering, but he said he was, like, non-functioning. And you and I were like, is Jen married? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what is this that they feel they need to cut it? And then we were like, there's no... F <laughs> I guess there is a way if he has, like, another apartment that his SO is staying at. But, like, there's no way. Your man goes on, like, <clears throat> a four-day video game bender not eating, not showering, not sleeping, and you're just fine with that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Who else really talked about their houses? The other ones kind of dodged the question. Yeah, um, Tay didn't answer. Jimin didn't answer. And Hobie didn't answer, right? Yeah. You're right. Maybe they just cut it, but I don't recall anything. They said Namjoon was like a museum, which I feel like we've kind of got glimpses of that. Yeah. I mean, Hobie said it's like what you see on Instagram. Yeah. I'd expect nothing less, honestly. Um. JK said his album's going to come out after Yoongi's. Don't know what that means in terms of timeline, but Jimin thinks his will be released before Tay's, even though Tay's been working on his for three years. <sighs> Tay is just gonna make all these wonderful tracks and then delete them. We already know how that goes. Well, cause like, yeah, he, he's been talking about the throwaways, right? And that's why he gives them to us, cause they're throwaways, cause they don't work with the album. Like, what if they work in a later album? Like, what do you? <laughs> I don't I don't get it, but maybe one day. Uh how about when Yungi was like, Do you know what my fees are? Like he's gonna charge the members to collab with him. <laughs> Hobie in particular was scandalized. He was like rubbing his arms like he had goosebumps or something. <laughs> We're finally getting that Jimin and Sugar track we've been asking for for centuries. No, I'm not counting Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> finally. I'm looking forward to that. I was thinking the other day, Yoongi and Logic met up. What happened with that? I don't know. That was pre-pandemic, like immediately pre-pandemic. So it's been over two years at this point. What happened? Um, where's the Snoop collab? That's gotta be. I was just gonna say. I was thinking about the Snoop collab. How did Namjoon get tricked by Army? There's no way, unless he was just humoring us and being nice. Because if the thing is that Namjoon is doing, if it is a thing that Namjoon's doing a solo collab with Snoop, like we didn't know about the solo work. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know about that already? Like, obviously not. 
<laughs> he's like, oh yeah, you're trying to get me. I see you. Okay, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't get it. Anything else? JK has the Charlie Puth track coming out on the June 24th, so in four days. Yep. The day after we post this, I guess. Um, I guess we know what he was doing when he was in New York or LA, wherever he was. Um... Well, I guess we'll be releasing this before some of our other episodes, but you officially have a Hobie Palooza ticket. I do. I'm now going. Um, that was one thing I did Tuesday. I panicked. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're not getting a group concert. So <laughs> going to Hobie Palooza. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so I'm going. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't think there's anything else. It was quite a doozy this past week. So hopefully we'll have better better days, better episodes ahead. Yeah, I'm hoping um, Army are finding ways to cope with the recent news. Healthy ways to cope with the recent news. Um, I'm going to trust in BTS and that we can look forward to more time together in the future. So, same. BTS emphasized many times in <clears throat> the dinner party video that it's their intention to uh, come back together and come back stronger than before. So, I hope that they are able to get to that point where they feel ready to come back together but even if they don't i will still be here supporting them and their solo endeavors and just wishing the best for them so right <clears throat> all right well that'll do it for today's episode of girls with fun we will see you next time see you next time bye